0: Welcome to the Yours is the Story podcast, we're your hosts, I'm Julia and I'm Jill. This is a storytelling podcast that entertains, encourages, and points you to Jesus. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. We are currently sitting here at this beautiful table looking at the water and there's birds chirping and just we've seen a lot of wildlife throughout the past couple days, but I'm sitting here with my father-in-law, and I'm super excited for you guys to hear his story today. He is such a good storyteller. He loves Jesus. He's a dad, a husband, and now he has the title of grandfather. (laughs) So I will give it up to Guy Johnson, and we're just going to get right into the story. Thank you for being here.
1: Okay, so a little uh, a backdrop, I guess you'd say. I was uh, working for a contractor for a long time doing yeah. construction work. And um, I guess it's the early 90s. Uh, Bobby, my wife's pregnant with your husband, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're kind of coming into that season and uh, I get laid off from mm-hmm. work. And I'm just like, you know, floored. And, and I talked to my boss And he's like, well, I know you've been doing lots of side jobs and some of these other guys don't have any other work. Yeah. So I figure if I lay you off, at least you'll be able to get work. And I'm thinking, are you kidding? I'm the one with a wife and kids. These guys are just hanging out. Yeah. But anyway, so I was laid off and uh, tried to find a job, couldn't find a job and just eventually just started doing my own work I would just go to people's houses and talk to them They're like I noticed you got some siding falling off you want me to fix that for you yeah you know? And know and so you know it, it happened we started getting work and you know we, we were got a license you know we're a contractor and so anyway this is going on a few years and um, coming right out of winter so typically around here summers are busy mm-hmm. winters are slow yeah it's rainy it's cold we do a lot of remodel work. We don't really build much new construction and people are just not excited about having you in their house
0: at
1: Christmas or, you know, New Year's. But once the weather breaks, then it's like everybody's, oh, you know, we noticed, you know, we'd like to talk to you about putting up this and fixing that. We want to do
0: our kitchen, you know. Yeah. All uh, the little things. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And uh, so anyway, this particular year, it's just after New Year's. Mm -hmm. And we had a really cold spell and so there was freezing issues and different things going on. And anyway, I get a call and um, it's an insurance adjuster guy that I know. And he's like, you know, I can't really recommend anybody, but this guy's out of state. He's looking for somebody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you want to talk to him or whatever. But anyway, so long story there. But I go look at this job and it's a, a beach house, ocean, not ocean front, but semi front home. And uh on the third floor, the toilet uh, water supply valve mm-hmm. had blown off
0: with air oh no.
1: and the whole house just is flooded with water for days. And finally one of the neighbors calls the guy up and he's like, you know, hey, you know, I've been noticing it's real wet underneath yeah. your house every day. At first I didn't think anything of it, but yeah. after about three days of your driveway and all being real wet, we thought we should call you. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so anyway so we go over there and, and it's bad the drywalls are all buckling everywhere the carpets you know mm-hmm. it's, it's it's flooded his house and um and and so uh, around here everybody rents their rental houses for the summer mm-hmm. and so for the most part everybody's trying to wind down any remodeling or any new construction projects over on the beach like that yeah pretty soon after the first of the year because the rental season's about to get started. And so this guy's kind of like flipping out, you know, mm-hmm. he's just like, Oh my gosh, you know, what can we do? You know? And I'm like, he says, how long do you think this would take? And I'm like, Oh, it's going to take a long time. And yeah. And have got to dry it out and put it all back together. And he's just like, uh, well, maybe we could do something else. You know, could we just kind of put some air fresheners in there or something? I'm like, no, it's, <laughs> it's way past air fresheners. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, uh, so anyway, uh, I work up an estimate for the insurance company and all. and. The insurance company agrees that what I'm saying is accurate and they approve the estimate. The property owner, he approves having me do the job. We sign some paperwork and, uh, you know, he sends me a deposit Mm -hmm. and he's just like, man, if there's any way, you know, we could get this thing wrapped up sooner rather than later because I'm going to miss the whole rental season and that's Mm -hmm. just going to devastate us. Yeah. And uh, so for me, it was like perfect. It's a vacant property. It's a decent paycheck for the insurance rate, and uh, and there's some pressure to just get it done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's coming out of winter. Things have been slow for us. You yeah.
0: Know?
1: Uh, and so it's like, yeah, this is kind of good in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we'll just get in over there and just really hit this thing hard. And plus, I'm new in business—not new at that point, but i had been in business a while. And uh, you know, you want to impress. You know, you really got to get your reputation out there. Yeah. So you know, we're going to kind of jump in here and save the day kind of thing, you know? And, and he's like, well, do you need any more money? You know? And I'm like, well, your insurance company is going to give you some money real soon. Mm-hmm. and You know, we'll need to get money from that. And then, you know, when we get done the balance, that kind of thing. And, uh, so anyway, we just, we just hammer the job. We're working nights. We're working weekends. We're drying the place. We're throwing carpet off the balconies. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was, it was just, a, it was a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so he sends me another payment, but it's really not as much as it should have been. Mm-hmm. But it's something, and I hadn't even billed him for it. You know, it was just kind of odd. I just came home one day and there's like, another check. I'm like, oh, sweet, this guy, he's on it, you know. Yeah. He's just a second check, and I've just barely gotten started. You know? Yeah. And, uh, but it really wasn't maybe as much as it should have been. Okay. And, yeah. But it kind of gave you that confident feeling that the money's just coming, you know, Yeah. whatever, the, his accounts, he's, you know, out of state, blah, 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 you know. But anyway, we get into it pretty good, and we're we're you know we're making good progress and i reach out to him about getting a payment you know he's like oh yeah no problem i'm coming down uh next weekend mm-hmm. anyway yeah and so i'd like to look and just see where you're at you know and i'm like oh that's no problem you know and then th- that weekend comes and he calls and he's like yeah something came up i'm not gonna be able to make it this weekend but we'll be down next weekend you know we'll get straight whatever you know well meanwhile we're working hard I mean, mm-hmm. we're getting this job knocked out you yeah know? So by the time he finally gets here, I mean, we're almost done. You know, we have just set him right up to be, you know, ready for rental season. We've done a nice job, everything looks great. And um, when he gets here, he's like, oh, I had no idea you'd be this far along. You know, this is great. You know, he said, but I just bought this, he had already had written out a check. And I think, I don't know, maybe it was $5,000 or something, uh, which was nice. But it really still was kind of way behind uh, where we should be. at. The, yeah. know, we're almost done with the job. I should have already collected, say, 75% of the total job. And instead, uh, I've collected 25%. Yeah.
0: You know, and yeah. I
1: go, uh, okay. And he's like, I just, you know, I just brought the check with me. I didn't know, you know. And I'm like, okay, great. Well, we're probably going to finish within the next week or so.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we'll need to get the balance. You know, oh, yeah, that's no problem. You know, whatever, you know, easy, you know. So anyway, we wrap it up get our inspections, everything's fine, you know, send them a bill. And I don't hear anything, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, <laughs> kind of backing up just a second, the truth was, uh, you know, for a young guy out there in business or whatever, I didn't have any business financing this guy's job. Mm-hmm. I should have insisted on a certain amount of payments, but, you know, I didn't want to appear like I needed the money. I wanted to appear like I'm, you know, yeah. I got it going on. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, you know, and, uh, and that's wrong, you know, mm-hmm. as, a, as a believer, as, as anybody, you know, you, you need to be uh, aware of your financial situation. And, yeah. And if you're not in a position to be financing somebody, don't. Don't. You yeah. Know, the Bible says, if you become collateral for somebody, they'll come take the bed out from under you too, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's a, it's a good lesson. You yeah. Know, that you, you're not in a position to do it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. And, um, so anyway, uh, you know, one week turns into two weeks, you know, I call the guy, he's like, Oh yeah, yeah. I just haven't had a chance to get down there. You know, I want to, I want to pay you. I want to get everything straight. You know, just need to look over everything one last time, make sure it looks good. And again, he's out of state, you know, so you're kind of, okay, you know, I'm yeah. really hoping, you know, the, yeah. I, I paid for all this carpet. I paid for all this for drywall. The, yeah. I paid for all this, you know, so I really need to get some money coming in Yeah. Here, you know? And it was already the end of winter, so my finances were already kind of stretched. You know, mm-hmm. And it's like, great, you know. Yeah. Now we're coming into the spring and summer months, and I don't really have money to start jobs hardly to yeah. finance things because I've tied so much money up with this guy. And uh so anyway, finally he comes down and I don't even remember how long it had been since we finished really, but it was like a month at least. And uh Oh, I'm sorry, he didn't come down, but he sent me something in the mail. Oh, yeah. And in the insurance work, they do these real itemized estimates. You have to, how many square feet of carpet, how many square feet of pad, how much to pick it up, how much to put it down, how much to put it in the trash. You can't just say, oh, it's $80,000, you you know. Yeah. And so anyway, I get this thing in the mail and it feels like a book. I'm like, what in the heck is this? You know, this is final payment? Yeah. I was like, this feels (laughs) weird. And I open it up. And hes it's a letter in there and he's saying that, oh, you know, I, I kind of went through your estimate and reviewed all your pricing. And I feel like what I'm proposing is a more fair price for the work. And I'm like, uh, yeah, no, we already agreed on the price. We got a contract. We got the insurance company approved it. You approved it. Yeah. What are you talking about? You know? Yeah. So I call him up and he's like, yeah, well, I, I went through it all and I see what you're saying, but I just don't feel like that's realistic. The prices you're charging for some of that stuff is just, you know, not really in line. With. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. we're not negotiating she the knew. job now. The job's over. You know? yeah. And I was shocked. And um, he was like, well, I guess just send me some kind of an invoice or something, whatever you think, you know, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> so I just resent him the same invoice that I'd sent him before. And the same thing. I don't hear anything back. Mm-hmm. I don't see the guy, you know, yeah weeks go by i'm just like oh my gosh what is going on
0: yeah you
1: know <laughs> yeah this guy owes me a pile of money and i don't have it and so i'm i'm having to go right from working his job super hard to working new jobs super hard, hard. to try to make enough money to stay current on my bills and stuff because i'm really behind with what I, this guy owes me finally like you know we're, we're at the end of the summer now you know every time he delays this thing it's like another month goes by mm-hmm. and uh Finally, I'm just like you know. I, I, I hate to be ugly with this guy, but you know, it was like a Friday, and we've been praying about it, my wife and I. You know, it's like mm-hmm. we do you, do. you know, we, we're really hurting for money, and he wants to offer me so much less than what but, I should be getting paid. Yeah, but I don't know what to do. It's like if I don't get what he owes me, I'm going to be in trouble with all these. I mean, I have accounts and stuff that are back ninety days past due almost mm-hmm. at this point. You know. And I'm like, man, I'm I'm in a pickle. If, yeah. If I took the money, I could pay everybody, but I wouldn't make anything. Mm-hmm. But at least I'd be, you know, covered my debts. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, I, I sent him a letter, a registered letter that basically just said, you know, this is your final notice. This is the amount you owe. Pay immediately to avoid legal proceedings. Yeah. Know, something like that. But I couldn't afford to hire a lawyer. I yeah. I what to do. Well, the, that, I think that day, we put it in the mail, it was Friday. That day he called me, and I, I sent it out of state where he lived up north somewhere. And that day he called me. He said he's down at the beach, him and his family all at the beach house, having mm-hmm. a great time, you know. And he'd like to try to settle up with me. And I'm like, wow, this is insane. You know, he didn't yeah. even know. I just threatened him. So, <laughs> and, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, so anyway. I'm like, yeah. He says, well, wh- when do you want to meet? I was like, yeah, tomorrow morning would be great. Saturday mm-hmm. morning, you know, I'm like, he says, what time? I said, well, the earlier the better, you know? And he says, well, we're all going to go down to this fishing pier that had a restaurant and stuff on it. it first thing in the morning anyway, you know? He says, why don't you uh, why don't you just meet me at the restaurant down there, but say eight o'clock, you know? I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. And I mean, I couldn't sleep, my stomach's in knots, you know, yeah. it's just one of those Miserable experiences as a young dad and business owner and whatever, you yeah. know. But at the end of all my thinking, all I could think was I'm going to have to take whatever he gives me. Mm-hmm. I don't have any leverage. I don't have any power to say, you have to pay me. If he doesn't give me a check tomorrow, I'm going to be in bad ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, But in my in my mind, I kept coming up with this idea. I'm going to take whatever he gives me. And then I'm gonna go out there on the pier where his family's all at, and ask him. That, you know that I hope they're having a really nice time, because it's my treat. Yeah, honestly, I'm paying for you guys to be here because this schmuck in here won't pay me. Oh you yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm so mad and so yeah. angry. I was like, you know, once I have the money, then I can do then what you can, I, you yeah, know, yeah, I can get some revenge. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I want some revenge. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and as I'm driving down that morning to see him, I'm just like. I'm just red with heat. You know, I can just feel it. My, my forehead's hot my blood's hot. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm just like, man, I don't, you know, I don't know what to, I don't, I don't even, I hope I don't lose it in there. You know, mm-hmm. I'm hurting and I don't like it. You know, somebody's put some hurt on me. And, uh, as I was crossing the the bridge down here, um, I was praying about it one last chance before you get there, you know, and I really felt like the Holy spirit spoke to me said, guy, you know, for my sake, don't do what you're thinking about doing, you know, for mm-hmm. my sake. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, trust me, you know. And it was like, oh, now this on top of that, you know. Yeah. You know, I've got the Holy Spirit trying to, you know, yeah. keep me down <laughs> to you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so anyway, I, I go in, I walk into the restaurant, and I see the guy sitting over there. And back then it was still legal to smoke in restaurants and mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, it's a cloud of smoke over there, you know. And I walk over and I sit down. He's sitting at a bar, like you know, eating some, they just served him some breakfast. And he's got a cigarette in the ashtray that's about three quarters of the way still unsmoked. He's just lit it and sat it in there. And as soon as I sit down, he picks up another cigarette and lights it and takes a big smoke off of it, you know? And he's like, uh, real fidgety acting, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, what is with this guy, you know? Yeah. And, he, and he's like, you want some eggs? You know, blowing smoke. I'm like, no. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he says, Well, I guess do you have some kind of bill or something for me? I'm like, Yeah. And I just pulled out the same bill that I've been showing him every time. And he looks at it and he says, So if I pay this, that'll get this'll get you off my back? <laughs> I'm like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah, I mean, he's all nervous and fidgeting. He's got two he's smoking two cigarettes at one time. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm on his back." Yeah, and I'm like, "I've only sent you two letters. You didn't even got the one, one I just sent you." Yeah. <laughs> what what is on your back? I'm not, you know. Yeah, and immediately I could sense that you know he was under some heavy conviction that mm-hmm. God was fighting for me. God was dealing with him, and he was desperate to pay me. Yeah, I mean he was he was relieved to write that check. Couldn't believe it. I mean, he just wrote the yeah. whole check out. You know, God, wow. not really appreciate all the work. You know, he was just like friendly and all. You know? Yeah. I was like, what, what, what just happened? Yeah. I walked out. Of, I took As soon as they gave me the money, I just took it and left. I was like, okay, see you later. You know, I, I didn't want anything to change or go wrong. I was so nervous and, you know, my adrenaline's rushing. And I just could not believe it. I just got all the money that I wasn't supposed to get. You know, and so now because I have worked hard all summer to try to stay focused a little bit. Now i got enough to pay all my bills, plus the profit, plus everything, you know. Yeah. Didn't have to do or say anything ugly or be mean, you know. Yeah. And I was just totally convinced that God had just wore the guy out. Yeah. And I hadn't. And I was like, wow, that's amazing that that's, you know, because until you see that, mm-hmm. you, know, you hear these things, you know, God will fight for you. God yeah. Forever, you know, Yeah. he does to canoe you know whatever yeah and it's like you don't know any of that you, yeah you've never seen that in action yeah but when you see somebody on the ropes smoking two cigarettes at a time you know yeah it's like man this guy is wore out by yeah something. and it's not me i haven't been talking to him hardly yeah and uh it was it was really a a, a milestone moment for me yeah. and in a help with about the whole revenge thing you know god says do not recompense. I will repay. Mm -hmm. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Yeah. You you let me deal with somebody. You know, a lot of times we get in a spot and we're just like, oh boy, I'm going to, I'm going to ram my car into them.
0: Yeah. 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 It's
1: like, don't do (laughs) (laughs) this. Especially as a believer, it's like, don't embarrass me, kid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, But anyway, so that was that story.
0: That's really cool. Do you feel like that situation has helped you just with, like if, you're ever dealing with like a hard customer or just later on in life like would you remember god fighting for you and just how uh, well one thing i really liked what you said was in the beginning of your story you said you took the job because it was gonna for your business make you like seem like oh like guy saves the day like he can do the jobs fast and i think it's really cool how it almost seems like this moment did change your business forever, but in such a different way of like the faith that you have walking into it. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. A couple of things, you know, one is, uh, anymore. I I don't care if somebody told me they're going to make me a millionaire, you know, like Abraham said, you know, it's like, no, you're not going to get credit. Mm -hmm. Only God makes me rich. And if I don't feel, Good about doing the job that the Holy Spirit's leading me into this. Ah, There's nothing you can say anymore to tempt me Mm -hmm. because I've been tempted. You know, in in the the story that we just talked about, one of the things the guy said early on, I remember him saying, Now money's not going to be any object. You know, we just want to get this done. And boy, my ears just perked up when I heard that. Oh, Mm -hmm. money's no object. Ooh, that's great. Yeah. Well, money was an object. Yeah. It was a real life lesson. Anybody says that, (laughs) be warned. Yeah. And so now like when I talk to a customer, if, if I hear them say anything like that, you know, any sound person, money is an object. You know, we need to make sure that our numbers are right. and We're fair in our pricing. You know, nobody says that. Yeah. You know, and uh, God has taught me to listen. When, you're, when you sit down with somebody, you talk to somebody about doing a job or get involved, investing, anything like that. You know, they tell you, oh, yeah, well, we've had to sue the last three contractors we worked with. it's a good chance you're not the perfect contractor that they're not going to sue yeah it's a really good chance they just sue every contractor yeah and so you need to be aware they're telling you some of this stuff and you have to open up your head to hear it and uh but yeah it it changed a lot in me and um it really humbled me you know because like I said I was embarrassed I had to go to people and say I can't pay you I can't pay you I can't Mm -hmm. pay you and you know it was it was tough and uh But it also taught me that you do have to keep your, you know, your word no matter what other people do. I still paid all my bills every month, you know, I paid the whatever the minimums were and struggled and worked and hurt, you know, uh, because that was my, regardless of what I did with it, I promised to pay. And so I did. I was behind for a while, but I I got caught up with everybody. You did, yeah. I paid everybody. Um, But yeah, you definitely learn through the difficult things. Uh, that everything that shines or shimmers isn't gold, yeah. you know, and a lot of times it's quite the opposite,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: jobs that you think are not any big deal, you know, that, or people maybe, you look at somebody and you think, yeah, this person, they're not influencer or they're not, pop, you know, yeah. and then, you know, they turn out to be a great customer. They love your work, they pay you well, they refer you to tens of thousands of dollars of new work, or, it's like, yeah. wow, that was a, a great customer, Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, but God knows that thing, and a lot of times we don't. You know, we should ch- You know, we tend to look at the outward situation and make a decision. Yeah. And, and sometimes that really can not hurt. I got myself in that mess. You know, God didn't get me in that mess. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes messes, you know, people just attack you or whatever. But I, I stepped right into that pile. Yeah. You know? And. Um, but that didn't stop God from delivering me. Yeah. Just because I did it to myself or got it in you know, got it yeah. in that mess, he's still my strong defender and strong mm-hmm. advocate and, Yeah. you know, and so sometimes we mess up our own lives. You know, it's we've made choices or whatever that have gotten us to the place we like to blame somebody, but the truth is we willingly went along and we're in the mess. And so if you find yourself in that mess, you mm-hmm. know, whatever that is, yeah. Um you know, he's there and he cares and he will deliver you out of it. If you call him, yeah. he'll come, he'll help you. And and that was probably the, one of the coolest things because I really did feel like I had gotten myself in this mess. And when I saw that guy and how shaken he looked, it was like, wow, God is fighting for me. And I, I, I'm i thinking, how am I going to fight? Yeah. I don't have any money. I don't have any power. I, you know, he, I don't have the any resource yeah. I felt like and uh, to see God's on my side, yeah. even in the mess that I got myself into. It's like, wow, that's pretty wild. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know?
0: and he He can only do like what we can't. You right, know, you right, can right. only send so many letters. You can only do right. so much. Right. And Yeah, and that's where
1: I was. I was yeah. at the end of, there's nothing else I can do. I can't even pay the bill I have now. I want to hire a lawyer and pay him with what? Yeah. I might as well just take the discounted amount of money and Either way, I'm gonna end up with the same amount after I pay a lawyer and stuff and go to court, you know? Yeah. And I'm gonna lose no matter what at this point, you know? Unless God steps in. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Really cool. Thank you so much for sharing the story with us. And I just know it's gonna encourage people that God is on your side when you lean in and pray. And I just love that part of the story, too, of you and Bobby, who is my amazing mother-in-law and now amazing grandma just um that was you know the first thing you guys did yes you like wrote the letters and stuff but you prayed and it's just cool to see that god provided for you guys so thank you so much for sharing that story thanks for listening to the yours is the story podcast we really want to hear stories from you you can email us at yours story at gmail.com or dm us on instagram we'll see you next time